It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. I'm Dan Rusinowski along with Scott Hannon back at Enterprise Center in St. Louis following a successful finish to a very good hockey game. Final score after the shootout, the San Jose Sharks 2 and the St. Louis Blues 1. So the Sharks are 1-1 one and one against the Blues this season, although St. Louis does get one sticky point, as Arizona did, because the victory for San Jose was in a shootout. But overall, Scott, the Sharks had a really solid game. Martin Jones very good in net, and the Sharks tightened things up from the last game. Yeah, definitely. I think they cleaned a lot of things up from Monday night's loss. They didn't make the mistakes at key times, and I thought they pushed the play in the, in the second half of the second period and into the third period. I thought they played a lot better with the puck in all three zones. They had their troubles, of course, by uh, getting the Blues on the power play a handful of times, but the, the power play was not necessarily a factor. It was instead the penalty killing with the goaltending, and it looks as if the Sharks are getting into a rhythm in that area. Yeah, definitely. I, I've liked their specialty teams from the start. And even on the power play tonight, other than those first few where the entries were a little bit off, I thought those power plays in the third period, they, they were effective. They were able to jump on plays, get some quick shots. Unfortunately, you're not always going to score on them, but I thought they created a lot of energy through from them. It's time to give you the instant replay of the Sharks' victory over the St. Louis Blues in the shootout. And here is how it happened. In the first period, there was no scoring. The shots were 10-9 to in favor of St. Louis. But there were a couple of power plays in there. Evander Kane ended up with four penalties in this game. Two of them came in the first period, both for slashing. The Blues also had penalties to David Perron and Colton Pareko. Pareko for a delay over glass penalty, but the power plays did not convert, and the game remained scoreless. In the second period, the St. Louis Blues would draw first blood in the game when Braden Shen would get his second goal against the Sharks and second of the year. Return for Kairou in the middle. One against three. And across the line, checked by Burns. He lost it, and they score! Burns stepped up to Kairou, and Pook checked the puck away. And both Shen and Krug skated toward it. Braden Shen looked like he was the one who got the stick on it. And it's a glove San Jose Sharks bench that looks as the Blues, with Shen getting his second, lead 1-0. All right. That was a good play by Brent Burns stepping up and applying the check. It was just unfortunate and better pursuit by St. Louis as the Sharks forwards seemed to get a little tangled on that play. Yeah, definitely. I like the way Burns stepped up, played physical on Cairo, who was a factor in this game. Just he made nugget on the score sheet. But in that situation there, like the, the two Sharks players just kind of looked at each other. And I think both of them thought that the other one was going to get the puck. And then, then nobody did. And then Braden Shen was able to come in there and uh, scoop up the puck and put it in the net. That was at 427 of the second period. Braden Shen's second goal of the season came from Jordan Cairo and Vince Dunn. And the Blues were on the board first. 
as the second period continued, there were some penalties and a variety of opportunities. The Sharks had a very brief five-on-three power play advantage when Tori Krug took a holding call at 8.29 and Oscar Sundqvist got slashing at 10.09. But seven seconds after the five-on-three commenced, Evander Kane was called for a tripping penalty and so the Sharks ended up with a four-on-three power play for a little bit and absolutely nothing came of any of it but something came of the game at 17.57. The Sharks' fourth line tonight was comprised of Patrick Marto, Matt Nieto, and Marcus Sorensen, and they were on their game. They had good chemistry, they had great energy, and for Marcus Sorensen, a tremendous second effort with only 2.03 left in the second period, he tied the game with his first of the year. Burns got it behind the net around the boards, now there's a chase for it down the wing. Into the offensive zone comes Sorensen. Got the puck right corner, back to Burns, not a Ferraro on the point, shot through the net, save, rebound, score! Marcus Sorensen, a tremendous second effort. He was on his stomach when that puck crossed the goal line, and the Sharks tie the game 1-1 with 2.03 left in the first. Marcus Sorensen's first of the year from Nieto and Ferraro, and you may have heard at the very start of that play-by-play, -play, he beat the Blues to it in the corner. That was a key part of that goal. Yeah, essentially, it started right off the breakout there, and then I remember Sorensen getting it in and getting in behind. He was the guy that got that puck up to Bernsey, who fed it over to Ferraro, and what did he do? He went straight to the net. I really like the energy that line brought, particularly Sorensen. I thought he had a really good game. He was on the puck quick. He had a couple good shots. He had that breakaway that, that created that penalty earlier or later on in the game. So overall, just a great great game from that line and the versatility of 41 year old Patrick Marlowe continues as he had some good chances tonight an unfortunate one where he missed a net on what looked like a golden scoring chance early but uh, the coach had him out late in the third period with Sorensen in defensive situations and he played well yeah you, you always know what you're going to get from Marlowe in those certain situations he's a guy that understands he's been in a lot of those games over the course of his career and obviously with Bob Bugner trusting in those situations that he's going to make the right play, which he showed tonight. There was a lot of good plays on the half wall, had an opportunity in the high slot there. Unfortunately, wasn't just just wasn't able to bury it. And so at the end of two, the score was tied at two. In the third period, the Sharks would dominate. They outshot the Blues 13-4 to and really pushed hard. But Jordan Binnington, to his credit, was excellent. And the Blues were very good also at pouncing on second and maybe third opportunities. But about 4.45 into the third period, Eric Carlson showed us why there is no reason to worry about where his season has started. He said that in the beginning of the game. And with 4.45 gone by in the third, he was able to make this play come close to getting a Sharks regulation win. Shen turns on Sorensen, flips a saucer pass across the ice for O'Reilly, knocked down. And here come the Sharks. Sorensen leads a three on two, shorthanded. Sorensen passes over to Couture in front, tipped off the goal post for Eric Carlson. Off the goal post on the play, and it finally trickles into goaltender Bennington, and he hangs on. EK65 had his legs today, and he was in position, but... That was oh so close when he took that opportunity in the third period. Yeah, definitely. He was the one that started that in his own zone. He was able to pick off that pass, create the breakout, and then he was able to get his legs up the ice. Great play by Sorensen to Cooch, right between the legs, just off the post, so close there for EK65. And so the game ended, at least the third period did, all tied up three 
I should say one to one, not three to three. One to one was the score at the end of regulation. We got into the overtime, which is sponsored by DGDG.com. Shop online, buy online, buy a brand new car from start to finish completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout only at DGDG.com. In OT, not really a lot of scoring chances. The teams played cat and mouse with each other a little bit. The Sharks had one opportunity on net in the in the overtime. The Blues ended up with zero. So the total shots on goal for the game read 34 for the Sharks and 24 for St. Louis. And then it came down to the shootout. The Blues elect to shoot first. Now, the home team can decide, right? I think you should always shoot second. But everybody says you should always shoot first because of an analytic that shows. But similar to baseball, I like to be able to have that last shot in the bottom of the inning. And that is exactly what happened tonight. The first four opportunities were on goal for Perron, Donato, O'Reilly, Couture. There, were a, there was a missed net there in a couple chances, but nobody scored. Then Luke Shen in the third opportunity, I should say Braden Shen in the third opportunity, did not score for St. Louis. Kevin LeBanc had the chance to win it for the Sharks in the bottom of the inning, but it did not go. And so I, I can never remember this ever happening. I'll have to go back and look. But the Sharks and the Blues each took three shots, no goals for either side. I think that's a first, at least to my memory, in Sharks history. Then the extra inning started. Jordan Kairou shooting first for St. Louis doesn't score. And so it came down to an opportunity for Tomas Hurdle to win it for San Jose. Here comes Hurdle moving in with speed. Deek shoots star! Tomas Hurdle makes the move and gets it past Bennington and the Sharks win in the shootout. That's the final outstanding top quality play for Tomas Hurdle. And it's just sort of stylistic. I like to see you have the last opportunity to win it with a goal. Although, you could look at it the other way. You have an opportunity to win it with a save. Yeah, it's kind of one of those ones, pick your poison, which way do you you want to go. And oftentimes the home home team likes to shoot first, but there it paid off for the Sharks. Able to, Hurdle was able to seal it there with a very pretty move coming down on his forehand and there and makes no mistake and put it up top. That is a good win for the Sharks as they get the victory 2-1 to one in the shootout and they move on to Minnesota for a two-game series that begins on Friday. That'll be a big one for Ryan Donato and Devin Dubnik as they go back to the place that they played uh, the last time before they came to San Jose. It's always a, an, an interesting game for Brent Burns, although it's been a lot of years since he played for the Wild. And, of course, for the San Jose Sharks, another opportunity in every game being big against these Honda West Division teams. Every game is a four-point game. Yeah, definitely. And, and if the Sharks play more like they did tonight than the other nights, I like the way they, they use their legs on defense, played a tight game. And then if they do that again this weekend, look for good things from them. Final score after the shootout, the San Jose Sharks 2 and the St. Louis Blues 1. That's our instant replay from Enterprise Center in St. Louis. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.